Compost Pile Draws Out Inner Selves by Walter Bound, first published in the Courier Post. The dirt on my nose made my wife suspicious that I had been messing around. Anyone interesting this time, she asked me. There's always someone interesting at the compost pile, I replied, but not today. Today, I was alone. I knew when I married that gardening was not my wife's thing. If Mary Jane has time to herself, the last thing she wants to do is play in dirt. But I've never outgrown the sandbox, and a compost pile reveals much about people. We're like the water buffalo around a spring on an African plain. It's hard to get enough of a good thing, especially when it's free. One night in July, I was dropping off my daughter at her boyfriend's house. The compost pile was on the way back. So I tossed a two-wheeled black wheelbarrow, a green garbage can, a steel tub, a large bucket, and a chipped shovel, and drove the half mile to the Cherry Hill Department of Public Works. It was leaf compost I was after, compost that has made my backyard my Eden. The pile backs up to the turnpike. After a while, the sounds seem natural. The 18-wheeler rumbles through the thin line of eastern pine. A few seconds later, a motorcycle roars by. In the compost, I find various items, a mangled baseball, a crushed five-hour energy, a twisted hanger, a Wawa wrapper. But the compost is mostly clean. We all have a system for transporting the compost. My system features filling a large planter and then spilling the compost as neatly as possible into my containers. I used to shove all the compost directly into the containers, but that got messy. My daughters would ask, why is there dirt on the ceiling of the van? And there's dirt in the cup holders back here. It's not dirt, I said defensively. It's leaf compost. Why can't you just order it? This doesn't cost me anything, and I get exercise. I've seen pickup trucks back up against the compost pile, and a rather burly guy raking the compost into the back. One lady spent 10 minutes just raking the compost before shoveling the stuff into white containers. She was wearing white galoshes. Her trunk was lined with trash bags. Others lined filled buckets and then pulled up bags of mulch to place inside a minivan. I've seen families employ an armada of children to shovel compost into various containers. One guy told me he saw the guy in his pickup truck. He was filling up large garbage cans. Why not just throw the dirt into the truck and wash it out? That's why you have a truck, right? The guy said he never thought about that. Another guy told me he once saw a guy shovel the compost into a new car. He forgot what type of car, could have been a, an Accord, but he just shoveled the stuff right into the trunk. He didn't have a blanket or anything, the guy said. It was crazy. There's usually enough room for three vehicles to back up against the compost pile, but one day an older lady in a green Civic parked lengthwise in front of the compost. Two of us waited. She took the longest time filling up small planters. My wife suggested she probably couldn't back up. Well, I hope her petunias appreciate my patience, I replied. I once waited for the Cherry Hill worker in a front loader who was resupplying the compost. He would scoop some up and then move to the top and then filter down. He would back up, scoop up more, and then drop it on top again. He was a kid playing in dirt. I understood, but I don't think it needed to take 10 minutes. I love when I see husband and wife teams. Many times it's Asian couples, except this one time a guy sat in the front seat while his, in his white van 
smoking while his wife lined the back of the van with black leaf bags and shovel compost into barrels. I would love to find out their story. The beginning of spring brings the crowds and the newbies. A woman in a sundress and tattoos talked about her boyfriend's annoying friend who was a vegetarian. People who eat vegetables are vegetables, she said. I wanted to defend vegetarians as I try to eat lots of fruits and veggies, especially in my largely organic garden, but I've learned to keep my arguments to my essays. For those who know me, you know that's a lie. But back to the story. That same night, a guy was telling us about miracle Grow. If you look at the ingredients on packages at Lowe's or Home Depot, he said, standing in his blue pickup truck, you can tell they are different. You get better stuff from local stores. I told him the local nursery I use. He smirked. That place is expensive. Yeah, I say, but I, ha I always have a coupon. Some have heard about the powers of compost, but don't really know what to use it for. An older guy from Ukraine in June was playing WMGK at the classic rock station from some late model compact car. He asked me what he should do. I hand out advice like a Mike McGrath on NPR's You Bet Your Garden. The added organic material, this matter, provides a food source for desirable microorganisms, I said. Really? He replied. Yes, and it helps with wind and soil erosion, and it keeps the soil cooler in hot weather. You can mix it with your soil, use it as mulch, but don't add more than 25% of the compost to potting soil because it continues to decompose. You can add it to your grass. I also dump the stuff in my compost bin at home. Then he wanted to know about home composting. Let's just say I was late for dinner. It's not that I'm that smart. The information was all on the sheet in the plastic mailbox by the compost pile. I'm just a reader. I'm reluctant to talk about my compost pile. I don't want to draw more spades and cars. I live far away now from Longwood Garden, so I decided to make my own Longwood. I provide tours of my garden to friends and family. This is my azalea garden. This is my rhododendron garden. Over there, I have different varieties of roses. And over here, my wife refuses to call leaf compost mulch. It's an ongoing skirmish. Wood mulch just strips the nitrogen from the soil, I tell her. But to her, it means no weeds. At our old home in Mulligan Hill, I overestimated the time needed to tend to a garden that received way too much sun and moisture and commitment. And my noble experiment, which coincided with the birth of my first daughter, led to a not-so-noble weed garden. The running joke in the family is that a yard of concrete would be much easier to maintain. But then I mentioned my yummy tomatoes and basil and blueberries. Last week, I told my wife that I was thinking of expanding the perennial garden. I guess that means another few trips to the compost pile. At least the compost is free, I say. As long as I'm the one pulling the weeds... I don't think she minds.